0: is The Moxie Podcast, episode four. I'm Meg Bros.
1: I'm Nia O'Reilly-Amandis. And I am mostly silent
2: producer Brie O'Reilly.
1: Yay! Just a reminder, um, you can follow us on Twitter at Moxie Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at The Moxie Podcast. And you can email us if you have any questions or ideas for us or comments at themoxcast at gmail.com. Great. So, happy spring, everybody. Happy spring. So, I heard you had your first night out without the
0: baby. Yeah, it's I mean, I guess I should say first night in without the baby. Because we have gone out on dates with uh, people babysitting, you included. But uh, we had kind of a... I just had my spring break this last week, and it was not the easiest. We had the flu, and... Just wasn't like fun or relaxing most of the time, so my mom, our mom, insisted that I have some sort of vacation like experience and had Olive sleep at her house on Friday night, so it was really nice. We went out to dinner and came home and slept in. It was amazing how How late? oh, uh, like nine, that's pretty good, yeah. I mean, I think I was good. probably awake at 6.30 as usual, but, like, laid around until 9. Yeah, it was great. Great. And then we went and picked her up in the morning, and when we stopped for coffee on the way, the barista, who I think he knows who we are, he's like, where's the baby? Because we had an empty stroller. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, oh, we're going to get her. She. We just had our first night without her, and this guy behind us in line was like, Wonder how that night went, or something like. Oh my God! That really inappropriate. <laughs> and it was like the sort of thing that, like, obviously your friends are gonna make a joke like that. Yeah. But it was not a person I knew. <laughs> it <was like> a, <laughs> you, know? you were like, well, let me tell you. I kind of like. No one actually responded. It was pretty funny, the reaction. Like, no one was like, ha huh, ha huh, huh. we, we all just kind of, like, looked at him, and then no one said anything. <laughs> it, like, even Aww, more awkward. Now I feel bad for him. Well, it was, imp- I thought it was inappropriate. <laughs> I guess it was. But it
1: does sound like the kind of joke I would make. Oh, not yeah. Not to a stranger. Like, it would
0: be hard to resist making the joke. Like, so I don't really blame yeah. him for making it, but I also don't know him, so.
1: Yeah. That's weird. So yeah. So, where did you go?
0: Uh, we went to this restaurant called Pasteur. I don't really know how to pronounce it.
1: Pasteur. Like Louis Pasteur. Yeah. Right. I don't think you need to try too hard because it's a pretty common <laughs> word. <laughs> but it's
0: not like a pasture where well, sheep grows. Well, but it roam. is like pasteurized. Right. Which I think is an interesting name for a restaurant because was anything pasteurized
3: at the restaurant? I'm sure it wasn't. That's <laughs> not, not why it's called that. <laughs> <Put away. laughs> Oh my god. Uh,
0: I think it's a bad name for a restaurant. Uh, Fine. Because it's like a method of sanitation. It's not. (laughs) But it's named after a a person. Right, but things aren't called like disinfectant hand soap, the
3: restaurant.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because the person who invented it was not named that. But also, I don't think it's named after him, necessarily. Who's it named after? I mean, that's probably just a name.
0: Yeah. What kind of food was it? <laughs> Very clean. Very clean. <laughs> Comes out um, on like a stainless oh. steel <laughs> platform. No, it's French Vietnamese food. Which is like my favorite. Have you been there? No. no. But it's, I know where it is. Yeah, it's close to you guys too. Yeah. On Broadway and Brynmarish, a little bit south of there. Yeah. It's totally it's great. unexpected. I went yeah for the
1: first time in high school, I think.
2: Really? Yeah. It's been there that long? Yeah. Oh. I, thought that, I thought it was new. Did they just, like, remodel it
1: or something? No, it's always looked that good. Hot. But, you know how my friend Zai, uh, he always, like, knows all the new restaurants and stuff. Mm-hmm. And his big thing for his... We've been friends since we were very little. For his birthday, he always got to go to whatever restaurant he wanted with one person. And it was usually me. So, lucky nice. me. Yeah. Um... And his stepmom also, like, loves good food. And so that was one of the ones we went to.
0: I had no idea. I I figured you'd just been there recently. I also went recently. Yeah. Well, I thought it was great. I mean, we love all Asian food for the most part anyway, but all the food was good and we tried interesting things and it wasn't crazy expensive. It's not cheap. It's like date night price. Yeah. But I would say the thing that was the highlight was... The cocktails come in pint glasses. They are enormous. Oh my god. (laughs) Like a full pint of margarita was my drink.
1: I'm glad you weren't taking care of a
0: baby. I know. I was not expecting that. Like usually when we're out for a date I have two drinks. And I was like, that is not happening this time. Yeah. So, And they were the price of a normal cocktail, like 12 bucks. But I would go there just for the bar (laughs) now that I know
1: that. (laughs) The nice thing about it too is that it feels nice. Like I like when you go out and it's expensive but it feels like it's a whole experience. Right. So then you're not like I'm just spending so much money on this place even though it's not fancy. This like this place feels like special and totally. They
0: really designed the place really well and and the food's But it's not downtown. Like you don't have to go well, you do, but (laughs) Bree and I don't have to go far.
1: It's actually not, because we're right off the drive. It's pretty Oh, that's fast. true. Yeah, that's
0: fast. We should talk about the junglo.
3: It's time. <laughs> it's
0: time. The jungle? Yeah. It's a mix. It's a portmanteau of jungle and bungalow.
1: So, the background story is... Um, we were in Denver over Thanksgiving and trying to kill time before a flight, and we went to this awesome bookstore, and we were there for we had to spend like many hours there, um, which was great. And I found this book in the I'm very interested in interior design and home design, and I was in that section, and I found this book called The New Bohemians, uh, by Justina Blakely or Blakney Blakney. Um, and it's, it was all photos of homes curated by this blogger who runs this blog called The Jungalo, and I introduced her to Meg, and now we're both totally obsessed with her, and her career is just, like, skyrocketing, so she's involved in, like, so many cool projects, um, and it's really inspiring because she, a lot of home design stuff, blogs, and sites and books. It's all just like here's what you would do if you had an unlimited budget. So right. it's all inspirational, but it's not really achievable. The cool thing about Justina is that she a lot of her stuff is like how to thrift. One of the things I saw was was how to make floor pillows out of like babushka scarves. Oh yeah, so just I like,
0: love that one.
1: Yeah, you use an old if you have old sheets do that on one side and And she's very plant
0: oriented too hence the jungle low
2: right very clever
0: um yeah yeah and we i mean i think that i the reason i'm loving it so much is because i've kind of been searching not even realizing it i was didn't really know how to like pinpoint what my style was because i've thought of it kind of as like not really hippie but i really like a lot of color in my home, which mm-hmm. more, some of the more modern, like pottery barnish type looks do not have that. And, right and that, you know, not, I'm not like embarrassed about my love of color, but I know that it, it sets me apart from like what most style quote stylish looks are. But I think that she has brought in this like love of color and pattern to the forefront and people are yeah. really into it.
1: Well, it's not just color; it's it is. It's also pattern. It's yeah. also
0: eclecticism, like it's, and mixing patterns. Yeah,
1: so it's not like a lot of modern design will be like a love of color, but everything is plain, or right. it'd be like everything is gray, but there's pops of yellow. I was Which, about
0: to use that
1: exact example. That's a very I was about to say one. pops of yellow, <laughs> and I I really like that look also. Yeah.
0: Um, well, you're more into modern. Than me.
1: Yeah, but so the cool thing about about her book, The New Bohemians, is that she divides it into different types of Bohemian styles. So there's like the one that's more modern, there's the one that's like really over the top, like as many patterns as possible. Mm-hmm. There's um there's like a few for each I cannot remember the different names for them, but one of them is like you have a lot of antiques and a lot of heirlooms. And that one's really cool. And one of them's like, you have a lot of travel artifacts from your trips. And that one is also really cool. So more like world, world art, global design, yeah, which is another big part of her style. Right.
0: Which is great because we, I mean, I think we grew up in mom's house with that, totally that feel. Like I think Mm -hmm. mom was a new bohemian before it was a term. With like saris yeah. on the window and mm-hmm. all sorts of different cultures Folkart. of yeah folk art with painted Swedish designs. That's another big favorite is like the Carl Larson Mari Meko look. <gasps> Mari Meko, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, yeah. So we love that too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what her involvement is, but Justina, po- I just call her by her first name because I don't know any other <laughs> Justinas, so and yeah. it's easy. Um, Posted on Instagram, some promotional thing um, for Mari Mecco is doing
0: a line at Target. Oh my
2: God! Oh yeah, I saw the I saw an ad for it. So So excited!
0: excited. We were. I was working at a coffee shop the other day, and Nia and I were g chatting and about this, and basically spent twenty minutes just g chatting (laughs) back and forth, like, "Look at the napkins! Look at the baby's dresses! Look at the umbrella!" It's a, I got
1: so excited. I was like on the bus and I was like, I feel like I'm going to throw up. Like,
0: oh. <laughs> it's totally true. The bike.
1: Because Meko I mean, I have loved Meko for a very long time. It's very expensive. Yes. Yeah. Like
0: prohibitively expensive. Yes. Like the fabric. Oh my God. It's the most beautiful, but it's 40 bucks a yard or something like that. It's up there.
1: Yeah. And they do everything. They do home. They do clothes. Um, they do you know textiles so the fact that they're like you know target does these lines once a year with a big time designer this is what i'm a little bit nervous about is that i don't know if you remember this but last year it was with lily pulitzer Pulitzer. yeah oh yeah and it was a disaster as far as i'm concerned like they sold i don't know if this is what they wanted to have happen but they sold out of everything immediately right and then they never got it again, as far as I
2: right. saw.
0: Well, looking at the website, the Target site, it sounds like that's anticipated. You think? Kind of. I mean, they said, I was looking, I read the whole site, including, like, the FAQ. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. I know, I'm really excited about Did it. Did you find all the typos and... it Because no one expected, they didn't to read the FAQ? <laughs> um,
0: but it said something like we expect this line to be very popular and i mean i was reading between the lines
1: yeah yeah so like i am not like a black friday get in line for a thing kind of shopper right. on the That's other why hand, i'm waking up
0: at dawn and doing it online <laughs> this is what we're, we've talked about our plan
1: <laughs> we were like buy everything Like, not everything, but like everything that you
0: might want,
1: (laughs) think you want, and then return the stuff that doesn't fit.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is an idea. I'm not 100%. I I kind of ran it by Alex, and he did not seem pleased. (laughs) I remember
2: last year on the Lily Pulitzer, whatever her name was, day. Nikki just, like, my wife just went to Target that morning for, like, you know, paper towels or whatever. Yeah. And there were all these women, like, waiting in line. And she, like, cut the line and they were glaring at her. And she's like, I'm not here for that. I just (laughs) need my paper towels. Leave me alone. So there's a
0: line. There was a line for, like, a section of
2: the store or something? Something. Yeah. Uh I don't know.
0: Well, I wanted to ask you, Nia, about capsule wardrobes because I'm considering looking into it for myself.
2: Yeah. So... I definitely wanted to ask about capsule wardrobe because <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> it sounds like those things you put in water and they explode. Yeah. <laughs> it's wearing dinosaur-shaped sponges. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, or
0: those, like, t-shirt cannon tubes. Yeah. Right.
1: Uh, no, capsule wardrobe, is it's become really popular. I think, you know... People are exposed to so much more shopping now because of the internet, and I think that there's kind of a a wave of people who are getting burnt out by that. So capsule wardrobe is basically um, a very limited number of clothing items that you wear for a season, and you have... um, like a certain number of shirts, certain number of pants, certain number of dresses, certain number of shoes. And the concept is that they all go together and they're all things that you love wearing. So it's less like the shirt that you sometimes feel like wearing, or you know that it goes well with one of your
0: skirts. So you keep it. It's like, and everything has to be interchangeable for the most part.
1: Yes. That's, that's the idea, um, so that you can make more outfits out of less stuff. Right. Um, and then, so the woman that made this popular is named Caroline Joy Rector, and she has a blog called Unfancy. Right, right.
0: I was looking at
1: it. She has, like, a certain number. I think it's 15
0: tops, nine the, bottoms. The full number is 37, which yeah. I think includes shoes, which is insane. Nine shoes. Is that right? Nine nine? shoes? Who has uneven numbers of feet? It's gotta be... (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Um, (laughs) Even the shoes
2: are interchangeable, so... (laughs) Good point. (laughs) So
1: her whole thing is like, this was something I did to make me happier. It's flexible. This is just the number I came up with, and she does it for each season, but she lives in Texas, so it's a little bit different. Like, if you're here, um, I feel like you need more layers. More layers. But, yeah. Um, and, you know, like, her spring wardrobe wouldn't fly here. Like, you wouldn't wear shorts in the spring in Chicago. It's mostly right. cold. Plus, so, I yeah. think
0: it would adapt for your job, too. Like, you and I wear very different things at work. Yes. Because of our jobs.
1: Yeah. So... Again, it's flexible, and workout clothes, lounge wear, pajamas, and fancy clothes, or any, like, occasion-specific stuff doesn't count. Right. Costumes. But... Costumes, right. Exactly. <laughs> you can only have two
0: capes. Nine capes. <laughs> three three masks. masks. Nine for the whole year. Yeah. And seasonal capes. I do
1: have, I think, at least three capes. So... <laughs> um, oh. So yeah, it's been something that I've been thinking about a lot, and I finally like went on to Unfancy and like took notes on a notepad yeah.
0: so that I could refer to it later. You can also hire them for pretty cheap. Oh. It's like, I mean, I don't know how personal it is, but it's like $5 a month, and they help you do it. Yeah, so you with like, I mean, some of it's like video tutorials and stuff, but it's like, I think you answer questionnaires about your job and where you live and what you like and they help you like set it up which i'm actually considering doing because it's not that expensive
1: i mean yeah i don't Maybe. i don't know I, I don't know i feel like i would rather do it myself but the steps are the first step is you take every single thing out of your wardrobe and pile it up Ugh. which seriously sounds like it would take an <laughs> like hour just to take everything out <laughs> i know. uh but then you create piles one is like I love this thing. I would wear this right now. One is, I think I want to keep this. One is, you know, stuff I don't want. I'm going to get rid of this. And then your occasion-specific stuff, which is separate.
2: Um, That's where the capes go.
1: That's where the capes go. Well, those would go, I love this. I would wear this right now. (laughs) For me. Right. But. Yeah. um, And then... The stuff that you, obviously the stuff you're ready to get rid of, you get rid of. The maybe stuff, you put in storage, and if you never thought about it for, like, you give yourself a timeline. Right. You dump it after three months or whatever. And by dump, I, of course, mean donate. Throwing away clothes is insane
0: to me. <laughs> um, and a huge problem for the environment as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so then I, I also watched this video uh, talking about the problem of cheap stores right um which is this is all connected the capsule wardrobe thing is like because you have less invest in better stuff so and it lasts longer that too. lasts longer you're gonna want to wear it more you're gonna make better decisions because you're spending more money right so as opposed to going to you know forever 21 or h&m or whatever which of course i used to shop at those types of places often because i just love shopping right. but now i have so much clothes i'm like Okay, yeah. this thing that's super on trend—it's on sale for three dollars at Old Navy or whatever. Like, I'm not gonna buy this because it's not gonna go with all my stuff. Yeah, um, I'm starting to head in that
0: direction. Yeah, me too. I stop. I just stopped going to H and M because H and M is way yeah. too tempting, and it's it's really cute stuff. And if you yeah. if
1: you you know when I had no money to spend or l- way less money to spend, uh, that was what that was what made sense at the time so I don't fault myself for that yeah but that stuff fell apart and it's true it's and really it's made out of
0: plastic basically. a lot of it is made out of, I mean
1: old navy a lot of it is made out of plastic I know. like their blouses I say in quotes <laughs> are like I've worn them sometimes when it's been hot and I'm
0: like I am wearing a plastic bag I am so hot <laughs> because this has no breathability because it's just plastic so I'm really into this idea of trying it but here's there's complications which are like Old Navy's really good for kids clothes so I do go there. I mean kids clothes are a separate story but yeah like some of these things are I feel bad about the like use of fast clothing because it's so bad for the environment and for labor rights. Yeah. But with a fast growing child like, you sometimes just have to get something.
2: Well, I think that with everything, I mean, it's just all about, you know, moderation. Right. Like, right, yes. do it slowly. Don't never go to Old Navy ever again in your yeah. life. But, you know, maybe sometimes think Bruce, about... Bruce, like, we better not be taking Old Navy off the <laughs> table. That's, no, no. Listen, where I live. Like, I live. <laughs> let me tell you a story. A, that is true. All of my clothes are either Old Navy or Target. But B... <laughs> I made no promises to do this capsule thing, <laughs> yeah. so you guys go right ahead. But, but at the same... Like, I think that's valid. Like, you know, you have a kid, which is a whole other story, yeah. and there's no reason to not occasionally get yourself something from there. You know, make it right. a slow progression. And
1: the- that's what all of this stuff says. No one oh, sure. is like, this is a religion, you must follow this to right.
0: And the other thing that is complicated is, like, pre- and postpartum body changes, Which I've been, this year, it's just been hard to, like, feel comfortable, find pants and bras in particular, which are always hard to find, but then you, like, suddenly are a different size, and things are just uncomfortable in a different way, and, like, C-section scar, like, (laughs) pressing on it, that, like, for a while, like, that was uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and then you also, like, feel sad about the things that don't fit anymore, like, I've gone through my like pre-maternity clothes which most of my clothes are fine like most of, especially since I stopped breastfeeding like my dresses are fine again most of them but there's certain things that just are not gonna fit the same way or at all and I'm like I actually yeah. like do I keep it I don't think and that I don't these think bloggers are
1: having babies and worrying. No, no.
0: They, one of the, like, I was going to say, I was looking this up at four in the morning because I was awake for no reason. Um, And I found out about this um, from a mom group on Facebook that, you know, it was women who were actually talking about, like, okay, postpartum, I need to, like, change out my wardrobe. And so they were looking at it from that lens Mm-hmm. And so I do think some of these things can apply to kind of readdressing your wardrobe after having a baby. Um, but the, there was another site I found, too, that's called Everyday Savvy that is like more of the mom version of capsule wardrobe.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And the thing that it doesn't do is really address the, the slow clothing sustainability part of it, because, but what it does do that I actually do think is kind of nice is they come up with like six capsule wardrobes a season from stores that you often shop at so there's one for Kohl's, there's one for ann taylor loft one for target yeah you should check it out and so then they'll put together and it's smaller like capsule there's like 20 items or something So that they, like, it's for people who, like, hate shopping. They'll just, like, pull it up, go to Target, and be like, I'll take one of each of these items, and then it shows you how to mix these things from this one store, and you don't have to, like... Know how to do that. Know how to do it. it. It's like they've already made the outfits for you. So I kind of like the idea of using both of these blogs to... That does sound good. ...put together.
1: So there's also, um, there are apps... I don't know why I didn't think of this before, but you know the scene in Clueless where she's in the closet. And she yes. has that. Comp- that exists now, of course. Yeah. Like, of course that exists. You can get the. Take abs. Polaroids
0: instead of using a mirror.
1: <laughs> right, you take. I mean, it's time consuming, but right. I guess this would be after you make your capsule wardrobe and you've cut down on your clothing. You take a picture of everything you own. Right. And then when you, you can like see them and pair them together and see how they would look together. And then when you have an outfit you like, you save it. gee, um, that sounds fun. It also tells you how many times you've worn something and you what? put if you put in the price, it'll show you how much per wear you paid mm-hmm. for it, which is that awesome. That
0: is cool. And that would help, help you feel better about buying something more expensive. Exactly. So as opposed to being like, this shirt was two
1: fifty at or two ninety nine, I guess it would be, <laughs> at forever twenty one, but I only wore it one time, whereas like my J. Crew T shirt, which seemed like a huge expense, I've worn fifty times. Right. Then you're you know, you see that. It's I mean, all of this stuff is like, of course this is out there. Why didn't I think to look yeah. for it? Um So this is, yeah, this is what I'm thinking is I'm going to start going through because the thing I haven't had a baby, but I have, my style has changed a lot in the last few years. It's not necessarily work related. I think it's just kind of getting older. I remember Mm -hmm. when I was a, when I got hired at Whole Foods in high school, when we were going through like HR stuff, training, this woman was like. And, you know, no shirts with words on them. And me and this other teenager were like, what? <laughs> and she was like, by the time you're my age, you all of your clothes will be solid. <laughs> That's true. And I was like, that sounds terrible. <laughs> I will never be that woman. And now I'm like i totally got one. Like, I yeah. wear stripes, but, like, right. and I pretty much don't wear, like, clever sayings. On, I never wear clever sayings yeah. on my shirts. Anymore. Unlike
0: Olive's new shirt, waiting for my beard to grow in. Oh,
3: Jesus. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, uh, so, like,
1: I think that it's time for me to, like, do a big big swap out. And it's hard. Yeah. Because you spent so much money on this stuff. You wore it so many times. But like, when it comes down to it, it stresses me out getting dressed. Hmm. And like, I made a blog for myself a few years ago. It's a private blog, where I take a picture when I like my outfit, so I can refer to it later. Yeah. Um, And that's helpful. But like, just there are days when I can throw something on. And there are days when I'm like,
3: I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. So that totally. thought of I mean, it. I
0: feel that same way. And then it's like my job involves 30 people staring at me. So I like, I mean, judgmental teen people <laughs> <laughs> who do comment on my outfit often. First time <laughs> listeners, Meg is a teacher. Oh, yeah. I don't know what weird thing you're <laughs> imagining. <laughs> but I do have to say, the other day I was, I heard some girls like... Chattering behind me while I was walking with the, my class in the park, and they were like, "Miss Bros, work!" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And they were like, "We like your outfit, work!"
1: <laughs> oh my God, cute! Really
0: cute. That is pretty adorable.
1: So yeah, I think
0: we should try it out. Are you gonna help me? <laughs> Please, god I Yeah, but you have to pay you five dollars a month. Yeah, <laughs> I you will have to pay, me five, I'll pay you five. I will pay you. You're right. That's not enough. <laughs> um we can wait until the summer
1: i don't know I yeah i think i'm gonna start slow because yeah. i don't want to like regret anything i think that the thought of doing the maybe pile in storage and then yeah being like nice. if i missed something getting it back up but i think it's time i think i'm ready
2: yeah i just did a thing which is sort of related to this except it's way slower which is just you turn all your hangers around. I've heard this. Yeah, so I actually just did that with our closet. Oh, nice for my, both you and Nikki. Yeah, well, we share one closet, which right. is just insane. Especially anyone who knows Nikki, like to imagine that she shares a closet with me, <laughs> yeah. and that's it. Like, <laughs> like not all. Nikki loves just clothes. That's part, <laughs> part of the problem. Well, she's yeah. someone who will find something she likes and then buy it in six colors, and right. she wears them all. But like yeah. you know, she has the same mod cloth dress in three different colors. Which now I
0: also have in two colors by accident. <laughs> right? It's a it's a good dress. Yeah.
2: But, you know, but you turn all your hangers around and then you see in like 6 months or whatever, like which things are still backwards, that right. means you didn't wear it, you know. Yeah. And that's that's a really simple way to get started on this if yeah. you're not looking f- to like actually make the decision like on the spot. Yeah. Like do that and then you made the decision just by not wearing it without even thinking about it. Right. Yeah. So,
0: it's time. Yeah. We'll right. report on this next episode. Good idea. I like that. Yeah. So I think it's time for Funny Not Funny. She says with pizzazz.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You've got something good, huh? What's funny, Meg? I love bread!
0: (laughs) Have you seen this commercial?
1: No. I
2: have.
0: Yeah. It's great. It's very funny. Do you... Every time it comes on, Alex and I die laughing because... Not only is it the one of the funniest commercials I've ever seen, but also Olive really loves bread. So I feel <laughs> like this person is speaking to her. And Nia doesn't even know who's in it. All right. Are so you ready should we play? You're going to yeah. play it for You're me? You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. I'm looking. This is the joy for me. It's Oprah. I love
2: bread. <laughs> <laughs> I now just manage
0: it, so I don't
1: deny myself
2: bread. I have bread every
3: day.
0: Good for you. I have bread every day. That's the genius of this program. I have bread every day.
2: Every Every single day. day. What a champion! I love bread.
0: My favorite part is that the second time she said it, she kind of looks to the side as if she's just confirming it to herself. She's just thinking. I love (laughs) bread.
2: I love
3: bread. <laughs>
0: you cannot yell the listeners are going to get injured. Well, they have
1: to she's know. She's like I'll thinking about all
2: the bread is. that she's had recently. Yeah. Oh, I do love bread. I have
0: bread every single day. <laughs> I love uh, it. Were you surprised that it was Oprah? Yes.
1: <laughs> I thought it would be like Tina Fey or something.
0: Yeah. No. yeah.
1: Um, that's very, I love it. Excellent work you guys. <laughs> totally funny. Nice. All right, I got a not funny. All right, let's hear it. Actually, this is Megan <laughs> Megan and I both chose this not funny. For you to see Bree for the first I'm time. I'm excited.
2: I'm excited to see so,
1: it. So, I don't know, it's Hulu or Netflix or something. One of the shows that we watch, this ad comes on a lot. You know what those internet Mm-hmm. TVs, you see the, the yeah, same. That's why ad. I've seen I Love Brides. Yeah,
2: so that, much. that's a Hulu. The Oprah one is a yeah. Hulu. One. I have
1: not seen that. Interesting. Well, um, different show. <laughs> yeah. So this one, I mean, it's almost funny because it's so gross, but and it's poorly. It's written. just okay. Poorly pet, produced. Pet I... care has gotten that industry has gotten totally insane. Just like the wedding industry, it's like. Everything is more expensive. You're supposed to treat your pet like a person. They make pet ice cream. I'm sh- I am make it all. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So this is a cat food ad where they're talking as if they're the cats choosing what to make their cat food out of. And the things they choose are super gross. <laughs> and it's
0: not funny because it just doesn't come off. Like, it looks gross. It's the thing that... I don't think it's that gross. But I think... The problem for me is the voice acting is that it's like these Alright, let's not All right. ruin anything. Let's, right. let's watch right, it. Play and then it, then we can three.
2: we can analyze. <laughs> <laughs> oh it looks great already. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Look at those cats.
1: It's Frisky's ad.
2: They're hey, going they're in what a test, new test new kitchen. Yeah, let's take things up a notch. Add oh boy. cheese. <laughs> Add cheese. <laughs> and we gotta have cod. <laughs> <laughs> oh!
3: <laughs>
0: and then it's raining cod. Oh my god, but why? <laughs> <laughs> it's raining cod. That's a tasty
3: flavor combination. <laughs> and we're just getting started. Well, so
0: just that means there's started.
1: more. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, and then they have the fake pots. Oh, well, my, cat, okay. my cat does that though. So let me explain to the listeners what just happened. You went into a test kitchen run by cats. They <laughs> I believe say, it says
2: taste kitchen.
1: Taste kitchen, excuse me. They
0: say, you know, what are we gonna make today? And oh. the cats are the ones speaking, but their mouths aren't moving, which is so weird. So that's part of the. It's not like Babe, Pig in the City. Well, it's like, look who's talking. Yeah, you're yeah. you're
1: telepathing
0: with the cats. So the first cat is like. Let's put
2: cheese. Man, cod just which, does not look good. I mean, no. it's for a cat, so it doesn't have to, but like, ugh. So, but does the cat food
0: is gotta have cod.
2: I'm gonna go back up. You
1: start with cheese, which, is like, right off the bat, you're like, cheese? Who feeds their cat cheese? That's cheese true. is like something that your cat will, like, if you drop a piece on the ground, they'll lick it. Maybe they'll eat it. But, like, that's not a cat food. Gross. The second line, yeah, funniest yeah. line, or not funniest. <laughs> Gotta have cod. <laughs> Gotta have cod. The cod shoots out of the a toaster, toaster oven. oven. That's I love <laughs> that
0: part. Why isn't it a real oven? <laughs> it just doesn't, like, what even is that? That doesn't look like fish. It is. It's like a yeah. full steak. It's a
1: steak of uh, fish. Yes. But it shoots out of a toaster oven, which, like, is the least appealing way to
0: see fish cook. Yeah, and it's sad. Maybe it's for, like, old cat ladies who cook in the toaster oven. Yeah, like, if it it was in a pan or on
1: a grill pan or whatever, just, like, super gross. And then they're like, and bacon! And, like, a cat steps on a fork (laughs) that shoots a pan of bacon into the air. So then all of the food is raining down. So it's huge steaks of cod bacon and like <laughs> braided cheddar
0: cheese <laughs> raining down on these cats it's disgusting
2: it really yeah
0: but for saying it's not funny we're laughing a lot at it so right. maybe it is
2: funny. maybe it is kind of funny. i just i don't I,
0: think that it's it's
1: like ironically funny well here's the here's the wanted. weirdest part i don't know
2: that at oprah the, was trying to be funny either But I am more interested No she's being totally serious about her bread I mean
0: I know that she loves bread (laughs) But she is clearly trying to be a little silly Here's the thing though
2: I I I know it's funny not funny But often it becomes effective or not effective (laughs) I don't want to buy this cat food I don't really want to do Weight Watchers But I would consider Weight Watchers Based on that commercial I don't want to have anything to do with this cat food That's a good point
1: as i explained about the whole pet industry it's insane but the thing about the food in, in particular is that they have started trying to make food that sounds appealing to humans to and maybe that's effective maybe people buy it more but like when i go to the store and i'm like kale crab cat food i'm like my cat doesn't want kale no. i promise and i have there was a you know a time recently when we had to go somewhere unusual had to get cat food Got like three cans of those like weird ones, and she did not eat them. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm sure there are cats that do eat them, but I'm like, stop making my cat food sound like something I would buy at the Whole Foods salad bar. <laughs> like yeah. That's not what but
0: you want. How how does this work though? At the very end, it says, "Made for cats by cats." It said that. Yeah. That was the last line of the commercial. So the point, like, clearly, this is an this is an imaginary test kitchen of cat chefs on the commercial. You don't
1: think that was real,
0: but <laughs> the cod flying through the air. Um, it's but if cheese. you're gonna put that on your product, that line, then there were cats involved in making it somehow. You can't say made by cats if the cats weren't involved. So what does this? It's ratatouille. <laughs> yeah. So did the were those real cats doing a real? taste kitchen situation. <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> but like, what if They, they a... probably like did mix things and put it in front of cats.
2: Or I, they just like... I
0: don't think that the cats made the food. <laughs> Why did they... They can't just say that's false I advertising.
1: Think, I'm sure that there was a thing on the bottom of the screen <laughs> but in said, tiny like, font. Not actually it. made by cats. Yes.
2: Yeah, that's all right. true. It's well, like we'll never know.
1: We were watching uh, <laughs> this show last night. So... Casey, my husband, used to live in Mexico, and he was telling me about this. How, we were talking about how bad, uh, like, telenovelas are and, like, how over-the-top they are a lot of the time. And we he told me about this reality show called Doce Corazones, which means 12 Hearts. And uh, it's like a dating show. So there's three women and nine men, or vice versa. It was awesome. You should look it up on YouTube. It's hilarious. But the point I'm making is that at the very end of the show, in the credits, so each Each uh, person is one of the Zodiac signs. That's why it's 12. Okay. Um, And they refer to them not by their names during the show. They're like, you know, Sagetario or whatever. And at the end of the show, it's like, these people may not have been these Zodiac signs.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's really hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) You know the concept of our show? It's a total lie. (laughs) I know. You're like,
0: why?
1: And I guess it's like, because they do them often, and, like, how are they supposed to find, like, one of each of those? But I'm like, oh, but that's, they like, can. the
0: whole point. <laughs> that's pretty funny.
2: So, besides Doses Corazones, <laughs> what else do you recommend, Okay, um,
1: my recommendation for this month is the Chicago Riverwalk. Um, cool. I'm part of a newsletter for this thing called Creative Mornings, which... Is a monthly morning lecture series that is mostly for designers, but it's it can be anything. I've been to two of them now. Um, They happen like a Friday morning, and it's designed to be like for people who are gonna who work. So it's early in the morning, and then and it all happens downtown at various venues. So it moves around. It happens all over the world. Um, So the other one I went to was like two people who run a bakery. And the theme of the month was um, collaboration. So it can be anything. It's not. It's really not just for designers. But this month, I got the email and they said it was going to be the architect who designed the Chicago Riverwalk. So while I was wandering around the Riverwalk, um, I didn't wander that far because I didn't know that If you go further And this is a new
0: redesign, right? This is new, and it's
1: still being done. Because I've been there, and it was like scary Gotham situation. So, yes, the riverfront... The history of the Chicago River is super interesting, and I'm not going to get into that right now. But um, the riverfront has been not pedestrian friendly. Nothing about it has made people want to hang out there until pretty recently. Um, And this woman designed, her firm designed um, a lot of it. And what they did was between the bridges along the river, um, they call each one of those areas a room. So they're called rooms. That's fine. And they have a, each one has a different concept or different theme. Oh, this one's Um, really cool. So like one of them is designed for people to pull up their boats. And you can do boat parking, which didn't really exist um, downtown except in the harbors but it's, like, parking, like, at a meter. Um, And then various companies have gotten involved. So City Winery was selling, last summer for the first time, was selling, like, snacks and wine at this riverfront cafe. Um, And then there's another one that's more designed for man-powered boats to tie up, and that's called, like, The Dock or something. Um, Then there's one called The Theater that is, like, designed they want it to be where like performances and things happen um and there's one that's all steps so you can hang out on these steps you can sit on them you can walk on them um sounds amazing and yeah it's really cool so each room is different and there's more coming and there's one that's coming is going to be called the jetty and it's designed for people to be able to fish and they're designing all these um fish friendly areas and like areas. I have seen those, the fish hotels. Yeah, so it's, they make, they kind of put in f- plants that fish like, but then they also create areas that fish could hide in right. and live in and where, you know, certain types of algae and things will grow, so they'll want to be there. Um, Wait, it's
2: called a fish hotel, but it exists so that people will come catch those poor fish who are just going to a night at a hotel?
0: <laughs> the one I saw, this was a few years ago, that. I think it was just for the purpose of like, getting ha- more fish. attracting more wildlife to the riverfront zone. But right. there wasn't fishing there at the moment.
1: Yeah, I think it's a dual purpose. Yeah, thing. Um,
0: and then and you there- probably have to throw them back anyway.
1: I don't think so.
0: But no one's gonna eat mutant river fish. Well,
1: they said it was okay.
0: I don't know. Then they have one.
1: <laughs> they have one called the swimming hole, which she's like. The city said we can't call it the swimming hole because people will jump into the river. And she laughed, and I was like, No, people would definitely. Yeah, no, that's accurate. <laughs> um, but they want to have one room, or I guess they're working on it now, that has a water feature. So there's something you can like feel water. Uh, while you're along the river, which right. I think totally makes sense. Like with
0: a play fountain. Yeah. Something? That kind
1: of thing. Cool. So it's definitely worth checking out and it'll only get better as the weather gets better. Uh, they've really worked to make it nicer. Um and they have like the walkways that go underneath the bridges. First of all, it didn't exist before. Yeah, so. you had to go up and down. Yeah. For every, every time. street. Yeah. And she was like And those steps are a workout, which they are. It's a lot of steps, so that was a big deal that they got the rights to add that in. But they also put covers over them um, that are like really pretty and kind of reflect the water. But she was like, "We put in these covers under the bridges because I don't know. I guess this crowd's probably too young. But have you ever heard of Dave Matthews Band?" Oh, poor whole, Dave! The whole crowd cracks up, and she's like, "Oh, I guess you're not too young." <laughs> In case you don't know, Dave Matthews Band famously dumped their porta potty
0: refuse into the, the their Chicago. tour bus. Did their tour bus? I don't think Dave pulled the plunge. <laughs> the, plug. the plug. You never know.
1: Uh, they dumped it into the Chicago River onto a tour boat of people. Um, yeah. Pretty gross. So, yeah, that's my recommendation. That sounds awesome. I'm really
0: excited to check it out this summer. And the
1: the architect is Carol Roth Barney, I believe, is the name of her firm.
0: Well, this summer when I'm off, I'll take Olive downtown and we can walk. All of us can. Yay! Yay! What's your recommendation, I have two television recommendations this time. Um, They are both... Uh, television shows that are new this season, so they've been on since the fall, but um, I was slow to kind of catch on to both of them. And they're both super feminist, excellent female-driven shows, and I am so excited about both of them.
2: Surprise! You like them! I know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I just, like, one one thing that really grates me is the, you know, the presence of women in or lack thereof on TV and when they are there the lack of interesting character building and doesn't pass the Bechdel test etc so I'm just constantly looking out for it and I just get bored watching shows that can't fit that criteria because I don't care about angsty white dude having problems all the time you know so one of the shows is crazy ex-girlfriend and this show When I saw the billboard for it, I was actually really sad and disappointed. Just, I mean, I read the book by its cover, so here's what I found out. I saw this picture, and it's, like, the main character looking, like, sad and kind of crazy. And I was like, oh, great. A show that's, like, making fun of women and their, like, emotions. And that's that's what I read from the billboard. Um... Then I totally brushed it off and didn't think about it again until months later when I read Review in the New Yorker of it that basically said the same thing, like, I brushed this off and then ended up realizing that it's a hilarious, feminist, awesome show. So it's the main character is Rachel Bloom and she's a, um, I think she's a musical theater performer Slash comedian. I don't really know her whole back history. She got famous from a YouTube video, okay, of a song that I
1: assume she wrote about posting a pictures of her ex boyfriend's dick online. She's it's very funny. Yeah, it's like it she's great. so sad that she's posting photos of his dick online.
0: Well, that's uh, illegal now. She carries that's called revenge porn. Yeah, she carries that hilarity and edgy hilarity and musicalness into the show. So, I mean, without giving too much away, the premise is that she is, like, this high-powered lawyer. That, I mean, this is in the intro to the song. It's a musical intro. She's a high-powered lawyer in New York who runs into her ex-boyfriend and, like, to do a full life change because she's depressed, she just decides to follow him to his, like, suburban California town and completely change her life. And Which... She follows him without like having a relationship with no, him or yeah, even exactly. telling him. No, she, she just just appears there and, um, and then you know meets new people and it centers around this town. Um, and so it's kind of like it's her being in love and then him like will he return it? You know, there's a lot of rom com tropes, but they're like self aware rom com tropes. Like they, her and her friend say things like well, in the movie, this would happen, and then that's not how it happens, and things like that. Um, but the best part is that in every episode, there's at least two full musical numbers that are unbelievably hilarious and well-produced, and, like, the the lyrics are incredible. Every of the main actors is... they were clearly cast because they can sing. Because throughout the season, everyone's had a solo, too. Like side characters that you didn't even expect to do something will suddenly, like, do a full literal song and dance. And every song is a different genre, too. They've done, like, soul, country, rap. Amazing. Amazing. So, really recommend it. And my last recommendation is the show Teachers. Have you guys seen it yet? Yes! I have not.
1: Uh, One of my buddies from Improv at Second City in high school... Is in it. Yeah. Which is Hmm. cool.
0: So they're a, they're a group of six women that had an improv group in Chicago called the Katie Dids because all of them are named Kate, Katie, Catherine, Kate, Lytton. They're all Kate derived names. My friend was Um, named Kate. Do you know which one she is?
1: Yeah, she is uh, the one with the long black hair who's kind of like a
0: airhead weirdo yeah, on the show. Yeah, the weird one. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. very weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically her character. She's so, so these six women did this show, and I don't really know how it got its start, but it's been so incredibly good to watch. Like, I've never seen an ensemble comedy with this many women. I don't think ever.
1: Yeah, it's all... And
0: they all... And they play teachers, obviously, which, for me, as a teacher, is extra fun to watch because they're dealing with some of the things I deal with, although they teach little kids. Um, But they... Each of the six has, like, a character. So there's, like, the sexy one and the, like, sweet one and the crazy Christian and... um, punky the, the Wiccan, one. yeah the like the hippie and then the one nia's friends with who's just like the weirdo basically which is a great character <laughs> yeah. and that character in particular i have been noticing her wardrobe to join like whoever's dressing her it's killing me because she's like wearing like a sweatsuit in one scene and then like a fancy 80s outfit in the next scene <laughs> it's just amazing awesome. um But they're all completely dysfunctional, and their interactions with each other are hilarious, and, you know, there's a couple male characters, like, side, like, the principal and stuff, but for the most part, it's just these six women and their very inappropriate teaching styles, and it's been unfailingly hilarious, and I'm so excited that this exists, and I hope it lasts forever.
3: Yeah, it was so... so...
1: It was super crazy to stumble upon it, because I was like, oh my god, that's Kate! And then I was, like, nervous. I was, you know, anytime someone you know is in something, not that, like, I haven't seen her in a long time, but um, I was like, I hope it's good, and then it was good.
0: Yeah. So. Really great. So those are our recs for the episode.
1: And as always, we recommend Hamilton the Musical. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Looking for a group of 20 pre-group sales for Chicago so contact us if you're in
3: (laughs) at
1: themoxcast at gmail.com again you can also find us on twitter (laughs) at moxie podcast you can find us on facebook at Moxie podcast and that's moxie m-o-x-i-e the way it's
0: really spelled awesome For our song this episode, we're going to be doing Rise Up with Fists by Jenny Lewis from her album that she did with the Watson twins. This is a song that Nia and I have been playing together for years before we even had a band, and it's one of our favorites. <laughs>
3: so rest is really just me